0: BS podcast in five,
1: four, three, two, one. One message for you too from your aunt. Uh-huh. She will bust both of you in the head. Can y'all hear me?
2: It's not rocket size, yeah.
0: I think you like me. Um have a face for radio. Can y'all hear me? That's why it sucks. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you.
2: This kind of unprofessionalism does not need to be tolerated. I mean it. Like,
1: you know hear me? You know hear me? You know hear me? You know hear me? You
2: know me? What the hell is going on here? Just all hang up.
0: Another episode of the BS Podcast. Hang on. With hang hang on. Moran. Hang
2: on. There's all kinds of noise in my ear now. Oh, jeez. Uh, we need a little bit more professionalism.
0: Oh, my goodness. Roll Tide, everybody. It's time for another episode of the BS Podcast. And I am your host, Quincy Moran, a.k.a. the Cute Dog in the BS Studio, along with my family, my co-host, my crew. But before we get started, the BS Podcast is brought to you by Man Vs. Marriage, the podcast. Go check it out at Quincy Moran. Dot com 257 episodes of life-changing information it's made to make you better go get some baby boy all right with that baby billy. Said, baby billy hey with that being said part of my co-host part of my family part of my crew Wild bill tell us all about who you are and what you do man welcome to the show
1: hello everyone I'm Wild Bill, as they say. I pastor a church, and I work part-time at Twin Bridges Golf Course. And I like to say Roll Tide, but I had not been saying it much. That's
0: right. I got to tell you, Wild Bill, uh, I was working a United Way uh, charity golf event last week and had a great sense of appreciation for what you do. We were the uh, platinum sponsor at this particular event and uh, somebody left the golf cart for me so I could go to hole eight where we sponsored and somebody took off of that golf cart so I had to wait around for them to find it or another one and so I could get me and my stuff out to to the to the hole so I thought man I I guarantee Uncle Bill goes through this all the time oh yeah all right so that's uh
1: wasn't you glad you didn't have a lake you found it in
0: (laughs) no doubt because that is possible when you include beer um you got it So it's great to have you, my co-host, Wild Bill, and another mainstay of the show, uh, one of my partners in crime, Josh Moran. Tell us who you are and what you do, baby boy. Uh, I'm
2: Josh Moran. I offer uh, the only good part of this podcast, which is myself. Uh, I'm the only (laughs) one that has committed actual crimes. I don't know what he means by partner, but uh, what's up? Uh, Roll Tide.
0: What's up? And uh, judging by the comments you made about the only good part of the show, you are a comedian as well, so I'd like you to add that into your repertoire.
1: <laughs> what's What's that hat he's got on?
2: It, I mean, you can't read? Is that a
1: Raiders? Is that a Raiders? It is.
2: He, yes. It is. You wear such. He, you, well, I mean, why do you have to ask the question? It's on my head.
0: He is a part of the fan suffrage in 2023. And? Yes on the program two weeks in a row our main man austin dash our saving correspondent austin dash tell us who you are and what you do um well
3: i am bill's favorite son-in-law and the, the thing that i'm the best at out of all the things that i do is getting on my mother-in-law's nerves so there's that preach brother <laughs>
0: Preach. i love it everybody. well Guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, in the pregame part of the show today, we're going to talk about predictions. Alabama played; oh, they traveled down to Florida to play a wild and wet game. Bama is victorious, uh, sort of seventeen to three versus uh, the University of South Florida. And today's episode for the studio is titled "Bama versus USF." Ten pounds of puke and a five-pound bag.
2: Wah, 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 wah. So that's
0: just boing, where it's at. All right, boing, so boing. four boing. predictions. Wild Bill, you predicted Bama would win forty-one to thirteen. Josh Moran, you predicted Bama would lose twenty-one to twenty-eight. Did we not sort of lose? Austin Dash, you predicted a win from Alabama seventy to twenty-one. And, Quincy Moran, you predicted yeah, Alabama's he thought, win. He
2: thought Ty Simpson was going to score all those points.
0: You predicted listen, I, that Alabama would win 41-10. to 10, So, this week's winner yet again, Josh Moran.
3: Listen, did Woo! anybody else think that they would score less points on South Florida than they did on Texas? I put it yeah. like would score well, 21. I got to tell you. It, Less points than they scored against Middle
0: Tennessee. Very true. Hey, very actually, true. I
2: did put – I put that we scored 21.
0: True. That's why you got true. the win. And so, those are our predictions. Predictions are brought to you by JoshMoran.com. Two in for, a row. For more information on Josh Moran, go to JoshMoran.com. I have no idea what you're going to find there, but uh, also, someday uh, maybe it'll be real. uh
2: follow, follow my OnlyFans at uh, wantaseabigtitty.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Please right, don't. don't do that. Please don't. I erase that. Do that.
0: Producer, producer Quincy, please wrap that from the show. I'm not going to go. Is ahead that a
2: jelly it. roll or are you just happy to see me? It's all <laughs> my offense.
0: You've got more jelly roll than duck Donuts. Okay. So that, that being said, <laughs> let's talk about this. Okay. Um, in this segment of the pregame, I'm going to finish this five minutes. Um, talking about what I see as the problem. We can talk about it after the first quarter. But uh, I look at three things, and I'm not going to give them to you in order, but I'm going to start here.
2: Sorry, technical difficulties.
0: The issue the went off with early. Alabama football right now is systemic. It's cyclical. Racism. And it's a lagging issue. I know systemic is uh, blown way out of proportion over use today, but I'm going to ask you to listen to it in its purest form. And what do I mean, A, by it's lagging? The issue that's lagging, it's recruiting – and it's lack of player development. It's the coaches that recruited for their particular system, and they are no longer here, even though Alabama has a system, so to speak. Um, it's, a, it's a gross lack of player development that goes all the way back to the, the inception of Pete Golding and Bill O'Brien. It's a true lack of discipline. That is all the <laughs> That is all a part of what's lagging. Why is it lagging, Josh? because you don't see those situations right away what happens is it begins to create itself and it shows up a little bit at a time um and then how does it become cyclical well you're creating a cycle so you lose a lane kiffin you lose coach sark you gain a bill o'brien you gain a pete golding which he was there for about five years and then you lose the other parts uh of the coaching staff that are integral, like Scott Cochran, we talked about in the text. So those things we swapped uh, soul and spirit and fire for science when it comes to uh, our player development and uh, for the way our
2: coach is woke.
0: So that, that begins to create a cycle because you're going through year after year after year, and the systemic piece of this is now you've created a system of uh, whereby you don't have uh, the proper player development, you don't have quality uh, assistant coaches, and now that the, the lagging indicators have shown up, what do you have? You have a lack of discipline. You have a lack of execution. You have a lack of leadership. You have a lack of consistency and follow-through and fire within the team. And so what we have here, ladies and gentlemen, is a problem, I think, that's bigger than we truly understand until Coach Saban can get his arms wrapped around it if he chooses to stay at Alabama for three to five more years. And I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but I truly think this year is not going to be the year that fixes it. I think this is going to be a reset year for Alabama uh, as we look at what what we're going to do going forward because the, the next part that truly affects this terribly or negatively until Coach Saban gets his hands around it is the NIL and the transfer portal. So I was listening to Lane Kiffin today. I'm going to finish with this. I was listening to Lane Kiffin today talk a little bit about Coach Saban. And you know he's always great for a joke, but he was very stoic when he talked about the impact that Coach Saban had on his life, how he helped him at the worst point of his life, helped him redeem his career. And with all the changes in college football, like they used to be able to have 150 scholarships, now they have 85, with all the changes – Nobody has handled it as well as Coach Saban. Not that he's won a championship every year, uh, but he truly believes that uh, Coach Saban is the greatest of all time in college football and likely every sport because of his ability to adapt. But at some point, he's going to get late enough in his career where it's going to be time for him to retire. I don't know if that's right now, uh, but if he has three to five more years, I believe he can level set it and he can correct these issues. He's got to call Jeremy Pruitt. He's got to find an offensive-minded coach that's willing to come in, uh, not as a coach in waiting, but somebody that's going to come in and is definitely going to be able to stick around for a couple years in spite of success to get this program back where it needs to be. And then he's going to have to start filling it full of guys who are great at recruiting. That's the end of my rant. Let's get into the first quarter with Wild Bill and his Bamba bullet points. Well,
1: uh, but Jeremy Pruitt can't go. Jeremy – Jeremy Pruitt can't coach oh. in college right now.
0: How long is he out? Five years. I didn't know that came down. I didn't know it was five years yes. that it came down.
1: So he'll he be coaching his, that now? He'll be with his daddy at Plainview High School. Plainview.
0: Yeah, he's at his, uh, his alma mater high school, correct? Yes. Okay, that's that's going to be a short five years for him. And if he wants to come back to college, I think he'll ride his ticket. As a coordinator. Yeah. I don't I don't really see it as a head coach, but I'm not I'm not a, a talking no. head pundit professional. That's where I see it. So Wild Bill, let's talk about your Bama bullet points, baby. What you got?
1: All right. First one. We had used two quarterbacks. One hundred and seven yards passing between two. Forty three percent completion rate. Four point seven yards per attempt. That's awesome. that is mind-boggling number five five sacks allowed by our humongous (laughs) ginormous offensive line five sacks allowed their quarterback last name brown he had 87 yards passing on 28 attempts.
2: Also was Brown.
1: He rushed for 92 yards on 23 carries. USF had 264 yards of offense, running 74 plays. So
0: will, you, will you repeat that just one more time, please?
1: The last one?
0: Yes, sir, please. that.
1: USF had 264 yards... On 74 offensive plays. Oh, my gosh. And then my last bullet point is for Cindy's youngest nephew that joins the podcast that says he's the best part. I'm going to take him down a little memory lane (laughs) right quick. Yeah. 2017, Jalen Hurts versus Florida State. 96 yards passing, 55% completion rate, for an average of 5.3 yards per completion. Also, 2017, Jalen Hurts versus Auburn, Clemson, and Texas A&M, less than 125 yards per game, never hit 60% of his passes 4.47 yards per attempt as a matter of fact against auburn he had a whopping 103 yards versus auburn and alabama lost last one 2016 jalen hurts versus washington 57 yards passing for an average of four point oh seven yards per completion.
2: I'm not sure what your point is. I think I think I know what well, you're trying to make your point, but
1: yes, sir, right. yeah. I am. What? I'm trying to make a point to what? you. You on Milrow for?
2: I'm on Milro,
1: I'm what, the only one, huh? What What about those stats for Jalen when he first started playing? What about them?
2: i was probably complaining he wasn't hitting no passes either back then Huh? Oh, but they
1: turned out pretty good though didn't
2: he yeah but th- okay so this so now every guy that no so, so he's mil yeah. he's jaylen now is what you're yeah.
1: saying Jalen, oh, their first had names are
2: jaylen, so therefore they're the same i don't, no, so you just I don't have don't you, you don't not been watching me. the games i don't understand what your point is because we all agree we all agree that he sucked. Now that we've seen what's behind him, we can't just go back and say what? he's great. I'm, me, that's what let ugly that, girls do. Let, ugly let, let girls that, hang out with uglier girls, and then all of a sudden you think they're better looking.
0: That's all
2: Jalen is doing right now. Let me, damn right damn now. Man, let me interject running.
0: just real quick. Let me interject. Josh. We still got two more Josh. quarterbacks. It ain't going to get Joshua. a Joshua.
2: Put something
0: in your mouth so you stop talking for just a second. I've
2: been listening to both of y'all talk for 14 minutes
0: straight. Yes, you have, and you're going to get your time. But are you legitimately saying you don't see the point that Wild Bill's trying to make? I include everyone else
2: in my time. I just want are to throw you? that out there. Okay, I ahead. include
0: it in there. I'm the proprietor of this podcast. now. <laughs> I don't really care. I know you don't. Are you legitimately telling me you don't get the point Wild Bill's trying to make, or are you just being difficult?
2: I get the point, but I don't agree because I still don't think Jalen Milrow is even as good as Jalen.
0: Okay. As long as I understand that you actually get the point, I'm okay.
2: Jalen was playing with a lot better players, too.
0: He was. He was. And he had better coordinators exactly. as well. But it's the same token. I, I,
2: look, I don't really care. I, I wanna, cool. We're going to lose two or three games. So I don't care about pulling for one quarterback over the other. Like, yeah. I, they all suck. So, just throw the one out there that's the best out of the shitty ones we got, I guess. And that's what we're going to do.
0: Well, as we uh, – while Bill, you got any final thoughts on your Bama bullet points?
2: Oh, real quick That's though, a, those two freshmen wait, can play a game early? without and still redshirt. I just want to throw that I out there.
0: Do they get one or two games?
2: Uh, I know it's I at think, least. I think one, they I get think. three.
0: I think they get up to three games. Well, oh, I ain't
2: right. seen them yet. So hey,
1: I did. Uh, uh, one one quick thing. I read a, uh, a piece that I saw. I told Austin three thirty something, three sixty something, and one oh seven. That's the passing yard that was put up against uh, USF. Florida A&M
0: oh my gosh. put up
1: 300 and like 80-something yards passing. And they are the equivalent to Alabama State and Alabama A&M. And they passed oh. for nearly 400. Nearly 400. And, uh, so, Western theory, Weston, uh, Kentucky.
2: is our team so woke now that the players got upset that the black quarterback got uh, benched, and then they didn't play well because uh, I can't explain why we didn't beat South Florida worse.
3: Um, I, I wouldn't say that. I'm going to say no.
2: Because hey, being, hey, at some point in society, we're going to get to that place. So if you don't think it's possible, then I, okay. Not when
3: your well, not career possible, depends then. on your
2: performance. I
3: don't think you're going oh, to. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. These guys don't have any other way to make money now, right?
0: No, they they don't. You're right. No, yeah. I don't. I don't believe that we it, are so own. woke uh, that there was a revolt uh, because of Jalen's color. I don't. I don't believe that for a second.
2: I'm just pointing out that there is a chance. Y'all act like that couldn't happen in
0: sports. Nobody's acting or like that couldn't happen. You asked a question,
2: but the line or looked a lot worse, didn't it? You no, we
0: <laughs> it looked just as Josh, bad. We are. It was against you... a
2: worse team, therefore, by default, it was worse. I mean, duh. Uh,
0: I'm. I'm not. It was say... against.
2: Okay. The, we. Okay. If if you have the same line and they play against a good team and they look like crap, and then they look like crap against a bad team, I would say they played worse against the bad team.
0: Is there is there any impact of missing their best offensive lineman for the game? Who? Is Booker. No,
2: there was no impact. Was there any... I don't think...
0: Was there no, any impact?
2: Hey, we, we were told by Saban there was... Uh, we went eight deep.
0: That's fine. But...
2: I hey, I'm still also going to say,
3: though, you know, the things they mentioned Saturday was USF had, had, what, 40 transfers that they got out of the portal this year? Yeah. True. So, so what?
0: But at the same token...
2: They're not all crappy. That well, same, I don't care. We're Alabama, man. This is bull crap excuses.
0: As the... As, the point nah, that Uncle dog. Bill made is it that cares. those those other schools played against those transfers and put up three hundred yards passing on them um well, yeah, but that too. like the point Man, I was yeah. trying to make is that we did we were <laughs> missing our best offensive lineman for the u s f game but Ooh, we still
2: I'll do the fetterman Ooh.
0: that's very productive Fetterman Josh um but that being said, there's no excuse for why it looked the way that it did, okay. So with that, let's talk about the stats so we can wrap up this first quarter. All right, these are gonna be beefy. Today's stats are brought to you by Moran.com. Go check it out. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. And can that's I, all we I got to say about that. And
2: that's this segment 40 real quick. Uh stats. We well, okay.
0: suck. Yeah. That's perfect. I'll get into some exactly. detail of how bad we suck. First downs, Alabama 15, the Bulls 14. <laughs> wow, that's it. That's exciting. <laughs> Third down efficiency, Bama 5 for 15, and the Bulls 5 of 17. Boy, that's crazy. Uh, Total yards, Bama 310, USF 264. Uh, Passing, 107 yards for the Tide, 87 yards for the University of South Florida. Uh, Bama was 10 of 23, and South Florida 14 of 28. Yards per pass, Alabama 4.7. I mean, that's got to be a record (laughs) um, for – no, it's not. Uh, USF, 3.1 rushing yards, Alabama, 203 rushing yards. USF, 177 rushing yards. Oh, my gracious. That is disgusting. Uh, Rushing attempts, 42 compared to 46 for USF. Bama, uh, 4.8 yards per carry. USF, 3.8. Penalties, five penalties for 35 yards. And USF, five penalties for 40 yards. Turnovers, Alabama had one, USF had two. Fumbles lost, one for each team, and an interception for USF. Uh, time of possession, Bama, 29 minutes, 34 seconds, and USF, 30 minutes, 26 seconds. We know there was a weather delay, um, so the football god shined down on us so we could go in and slap ourselves and get ourselves together. But there is no hiding the fact, if we, if we go – Let's go score by quarter. First quarter, Alabama zero. USF three. Second quarter, Alabama three. USF zero. I can't remember the first uh, the, the time in the regular season, the last time Alabama went a whole went a whole half. Hold on. Technical difficulty. I can't remember a, a game in the regular season where Alabama went the first half without scoring a touchdown, especially Versus this type of competition. Third quarter, Bama 7. Fourth quarter, Bama 7 for a total score of 17-3. Guys, you got five minutes to talk about anything you want. Let loose on the stats, the bullet points. Let it ride, Clyde.
2: I mean, what, do, what is there to talk about? I mean, I, I just, I mean, any normal time I'd be ready to look forward to this week. But I don't, I'm not happy to watch this game. I think this is when Lane gets a win on – he's going to beat us. How are we going to score with them?
0: Josh, I'll bring this
2: up. Yes, yes, it's a Pete Golding defense. I know, he sucks.
0: Does he suck as bad as we thought? I don't think so. Hey, he knows our secrets. Um, He knows us inside and out, and so does Kiffin.
2: Lane Kiffin already said he's pretty happy Bryce ain't going to be over there this year because he's been watching. He knows. Dude, we're screwed. We're screwed.
0: Let's talk about two things real quick, Josh. I'll point to you first. Um, Tyler Booker said today, Alabama's premier offensive line and, and noted uh, press contact for the players, that they had a <laughs> players-only meeting yeah. yesterday. Don't what care. do you think the impact of a players-only meeting is going to be? Nothing, because
2: if you have to have leaders to impact each other. They probably just went in there and argued about – race
0: oh my lord dude do you think of anything outside of the prism of politics and race is it possible hey look
2: look there was a lot of racial stuff interjected into the jaylen milro thing if y'all if you don't know that then you don't pay attention
0: i don't pay attention to twitter bots
2: it wasn't twitter bots it's it's talking heads on espn it's all everybody rg3 is one of them
0: is uh is paul feinbaum on espn
2: why are you looking like a Down syndrome patient right now, Austin? Are you, are you, you can't understand what I'm saying right now? Or? What does that have to do with none of those guys are in <laughs> the locker room? Because you look room. like
3: this. Huh? Well, none of them like, are in the locker room. What I'm saying room. is
2: really not that hard to comprehend. No, and but, in 2023, for y'all not to think that that is a possible thing that can happen, uh, it just boggles my mind. Because, but
3: it's all speculation. Josh because so It's speculation no, I said –
2: Hey, listen to me. It's not mm-hmm. speculation. See, you, you do know our players speculate. are all over social media, right? Yes. And all that's where they live. That's their world. So if it's interjected on social media, then they're seeing it. Bring and your it's examples. it's interjected into their mind.
0: Bring me your examples.
2: I'm not, dude, I didn't document everything I looked at on Twitter. Y'all just going to go look it up yourselves. Anyways, it's my point of view. I'm saying that that's a possibility. The lady on TV said there's no leaders over there talking, so... What was the players only meeting about? Who's the leaders? Who's talking? What did they I get said, out? What, like everything they leader. got everything off their chest. What
1: was it? Who is like Roy Dale ought to be a leader.
0: I agree.
2: Yeah. He led Booker by his plays. So he better he better be the starter next week. Dallas
1: Dallas Turner ought to be a leader.
2: Kool Aid.
3: Yeah,
1: but they Kool-Aid they, they have to lead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, those four right there should be leaders of our team. Yep,
0: I agree. And what uh, are they? And you can't, and, I mean, and, if you're going to bring, like, I, I understand talking about what you think it is, but if you're going to bring accusations, then you got to bring receipts too. Quincy, you can't I don't give a crap
2: there. about that world. I make accusations without okay. proof because I don't care. Okay. It's my opinion.
0: Well, we want okay? to take you, I want to take you seriously. Listen, listen, listen,
2: hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. need you to take me seriously. Okay. I'm telling you my opinion of something that could be. I got it. I just look at stuff I see, and that's what I came up with. As something that it could be, I didn't say it was. Well, I said it could be.
1: All right. Okay. Well, let me. If they and and, and the I two, don't have to bring facts. I, this I is a podcast. I don't going to say my but, opinion. I don't give a damn. Thanks, if, if you. If welcome. That is the situation the offensive line played terrible against Texas?
2: Yeah. They With played Jayden terrible against
1: South Florida. Yeah. Okay, but let's take it one step further. Why did the defense place a terrible against Texas, but then there was like a 360-degree turn against South Florida?
2: Because it was a bad team, which is what the offense was supposed to do, and the offense sucked
0: worse. I can agree with that. It's a quality of opponent. Could could make an impact. But
1: but you can't always blame it on skin color. I'm
2: not. I'm just (laughs) – I'm not saying that's the reason. I'm pointing out that that is one of the things that's out there being discussed. And I, oh, I have I my it opinion is. that, yeah, well, look, it could be true.
1: You, you it could understand. also be that we
2: just suck. I'm just I saying. I pay
1: attention to what anybody on ESPN has to say. Not at this point.
2: They're, they're I mean, I'm no not point. listening to them as fact. You, you oh, pay attention. To the-
1: Can you let the
0: guy finish oh, a God. sentence, Josh?
1: That, because majority of them hate Alabama. Certain people can say certain things and they'll get canned by them. But then you take other folks can say whatever and nothing is done to it. So what did majority I say? Majority of them did hate actually Alabama, listen. period.
2: Did y'all listen to what I said?
1: Yeah. Did
2: I say that I listened to ESPN talking heads?
1: That's what no. you was told. No, what, you what did I tell you? No, I said
2: that our the talking players... heads
1: of ESPN? are not
2: listening. I said yeah. that our players are on social media. That's like real life to them. And the talking heads on ESPN, who I think are full of shit all day, every day, are saying things that these players hear. And then they take that, and it fucks with their head. Here? Yes, here, there, everywhere. So, basically, I'm saying that the the talking heads are getting this going on purpose and it's messing with our team. There is a chance that's happening is all I'm saying.
1: Well, why would it just be our team and not all these other Because teams?
2: we're the one, we're Alabama and we have a, a quarterback controversy and it's a, and it's a very good opportunity. I mean, what's well, well so hard to, Y'all always the ones saying that everybody's out to get Alabama. You don't see that as a
1: possibility? Why would the defense not want to really shine on national TV playing Texas? Why would they not want to? Look, I'm not not even saying that
2: that's the reason, guys. There's other reasons it's probably going to be. I'm asking a a a general
1: question. What? Why would the defense not want to play their best against Texas on national TV at night, and instead of just – Maybe they like played the same, on the
2: just one team was good and the other one sucked, no, which is what the didn't. offense was supposed to do. But the offense sucks. And I
0: mean <laughs> – I mean, there's in, – and in, like I said, quality opponent, yes, that, that can make an impact. But also, we know that you're sharing your opinion and then we are sharing our opinion. And because our opinion – doesn't match your opinion, you kind of lose your mind a little bit. And then you defame the disabled community, which I did not. No,
2: there was a misunderstanding. He thought I was listening to what the people on ESPN said. That was a total miscommunication.
0: Okay. I got you there.
2: Yes. All right.
0: So with that, um, we talked about the (laughs) players only meeting and that it probably has little, it has here. Here's a saying, here's a Quincy Moran, uh, saying that I'm going to give you all take it and run with it. Talk is cheap it's action that pays Uh the bills so let's see what this magical look a players only meeting can really it can change things i've been a part of programs where that has happened guys um understand that they are not leading like they should players are frustrated so they're playing with resentment if everybody gets the opportunity uh to clear the air say what needs to be said the the leaders rise to the top and then they move forward with the season. Is that possible? Absolutely. Is it probable? I can't even speculate because of how bad we have played uh, the last two weeks. So it's, imp- it's imperative, and it's a shame. I don't know. Maybe it's not a shame that it comes against the master, Lane Kiffin. Um, he's yet to beat Alabama. But, he, I mean, if anybody can scheme based on our weaknesses, it was Sark and it's Kiffin. So we're getting, uh, we're getting those guys within three weeks. So with that being said, I'll move, down to the, uh, I'll move this next uh, topic of conversation down to the predictions, um, uh, fourth quarter. I want to talk about what this quarterback play is going to look like. But now it's time for the second quarter. And the second quarter is brought to you by JoshMoran.com. Go check it out for a good laugh, for a good time. And I guess OnlyFans? Josh Moran, it's your time. Go to the second quarter, buddy. Go.
2: So uh, Bryce and Em are about to start already. Uh, That's a bummer. So I wanted to talk about guess what? NFL football. Yes. (laughs) Did anybody else watch some games yesterday? I
1: did. Yeah. A little bit. All
2: right. So I got some questions for everybody. We'll get it started with uh, talking about some Bengals. They're 0-2 for the second straight year. Should anybody be worried? Quincy.
0: I really don't. I, I think this is going to sound, sound kind of counterproductive because I'm a college football honk in two weeks, three weeks in the system. I'm calling for meltdown. But we're talking about professionals. They play more games. Um, they have more experience than the guys in college. I don't think it's time to panic yet. There's a, To me, when you have Joe, Joe Burrow – um you will find your way. So I'm gonna say no, it's not time to panic.
3: Austin? Uh yeah, same thing. I mean it's still early in the season. They they don't have to work as hard in that division they're in. I mean all they're gonna have to do is beat the Ravens. So
2: Well yeah. The Ravens? Are they not in the Bills? No, that's the East, right?
3: Yeah. Dang, I had no. a brain for it. Yeah, so them the Ravens. Uh, the Steelers, Cleveland. and Cleveland. Browns, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so that's the thing. But, I mean, the Ravens, I think, are the best team in that division. So, you know, they're going to have to figure it out, and uh, he's going to have to be worth that $275 million.
2: Yeah, for for sure. Right after he uh, signed that contract, uh, now they owe him too. Uncle Bill? Maybe. Do you think they're going to suck?
1: Maybe. See, I- <laughs> Hopefully. I, I kind of
2: think that they uh, they're going to regress a little this year. Uh, I think that they're going to end up winning uh, probably nine ten games, but I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I could be wrong, but they have not looked good at all the first two weeks. Now they didn't look good last year either. But at some point, the statistics are going to take over. And okay. usually, when you go zero to an NFL, it's not an easy path to the playoffs.
1: Can I ask a question right there? Do y'all think? Okay. He signed that contract. So, is he really hungry now? He seemed pretty
2: hungry. Uh, I don't know how he could let much go. much of like it was seems,
1: guaranteed?
0: I don't know. Y'all know?
1: Quincy? Know?
0: I don't know how much of it was guaranteed. Um, I, I, think, I think for plenty of these players, it's more than just about money. I mean, there's still a competitive – there's, they're athletes, so there's got to be some kind of a competitive spirit there. Now, I saw something change in Conor McGregor after he made a couple hundred million dollars, uh, or <laughs> everybody figured him out. I'm That'll not do. sure which direction that went, but uh, I don't. I think it's coincidence. I think, Holy crap! I really think it's coincidence that he signed the contract and 219
2: million. Is Anthony.
0: he is he himself struggling, or is the team as a whole struggling?
2: It's the team, the whole team. I mean, they they almost won yesterday, almost beat the Ravens. So it's not a it's not a big deal, but it's just to stif- statistically speaking in the NFL, if you go zero and two, I mean, that's two years in a row. They're gonna have to climb out of that hole. It's not easy. So we'll see. But uh, I want to move on to the next question I got because I've got a lot of them. Uh, not a lot, but a few. Uh, did anybody see David Montgomery go down yesterday? Yeah. I did. So it looks like. It looks like he's going to be out a few weeks, so it's Gibbs' time. Did anybody watch any of that game after he went out?
0: I did. I did on a red zone, Josh. I didn't see. They were not.
2: They were not. He's number twenty six, and they were not heavy on Gibbs. They brought in another running back to take the carries.
0: That's what I saw. It's not
2: bode well, but it's like, hey, you brought this dude in. It's time to put him in there now. So hopefully, we see him, uh, him uh, get out there and get a bunch of carries. So, uh, Uncle Bill. What's your thoughts on the Packers after yesterday' tough loss? But still looking good. What do you think?
1: I don't. I didn't see any of it. I know one of the guys up to golf course. that's a big Cowboys fan. He loves to give me a hard time. But well, he said something about a quarterback sneak. I mean, that Jordan Love. He scored he three, to three touchdowns yesterday. They should have. They almost won the they game. Could've, they could have put the game away. There's a short whatever, and he fumbled, and Atlanta got the ball, and then went down there and kicked the windfield. I mean, I don't know, but well, I
2: think they actually played pretty good. But uh, any have y'all I, seen uh B, B. John Robinson play yet? I yeah, did. Yeah, he he looks like a man. He looks like he needs to be out there more. Quite honestly, yeah. Uh, and I was and impressed. what about
3: the Falcons may actually be a, a problem this year in the NFC South?
2: Yeah, because the way that that's what I was going to ask, Ness. What about the Falcons? They uh. Their offense looks unstoppable uh, at times, especially if Desmond Ritter's, you know, connecting and, on passes. You know, you've got everybody
3: else in that division pretty much struggling, so there's a good shot they could win that division. They they I'd look so. uh,
0: they look to me they look like a pretty complete team offensively and defensively. Yeah. They look very competitive, and it seems to me they're only going to get uh, better. Right um, now, I would pick him to win it. I was pretty frustrated because I believe that's where Agnew runs the football the week prior. Algier. Algier, he runs the football. Last week, he got 20 points in fantasy, and this week, uh, four points. And uh, the guy sat on the bench got about 21, so that was a bummer. <laughs> all right, so we're all we're all in that's on the Falcons,
2: good. and uh, I'm in on the Packers. I think they're going to win 10 games this year with Jordan Love. Josh. I think, yeah. <clears throat>
0: I didn't get get to say anything. I'm sorry for interrupting you there real quick.
2: Quincy, what what about you?
0: I was uh, incredibly impressed with Jordan Love. I mean, that guy, where did he play college football? UCLA, right? Utah Utah State. State. Utah State, okay. That
3: guy. He's already played better than Aaron Rodgers has this year. That guy,
0: he can throw the ball on a. I mean, he's just dropping dimes,
2: dude. Can we all just agree that the Packers know what they're doing with with quarterbacks? I mean, I – they have a legacy of picking the right guy. And they pushed that old, that old psychedelic using dude out. And now they got, <laughs> this dude can run the ball too. I mean, he had like 40-something yards rushing. Uh, he doesn't like to run, but he can. he's tall. He's six He's got a cannon. He's accurate. So.
0: Seems to bode well in. under pressure as well, even at his young, uh, in, this young in his career. Kind so. of played
2: better yesterday at the end of the game, like Uncle Bill was saying. But. That's a tough Falcons team. All right, one more. Uh, The fight the Titans. Austin, I'm sure you have an opinion. Other than the quarterback. They need a new quarterback. Other than that, though.
3: Well, their offensive line is still sketchy at times. So,
2: Beat a good team yesterday, man.
3: Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens, but I feel like they're – they're still going to struggle with Ryan Tannehill.
2: Yeah, I think it's pretty stupid that he's not looking at DeAndre Hopkins every play to throw the ball when they're in a passing situation. Uh, Derrick Henry got his yesterday, though. He's getting more receptions this year.
3: Let's let's also throw out that um, them trading A.J. Brown is probably the dumbest thing an organization has ever done.
2: I would agree with that. Oh, well, they also put Derrick Henry on the chain block, and it's, it's highly evident that a 29-year-old dude is still in tip-top shape. He has not lost anything, and even after the injuries. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, let's see, Uncle Bill, any thoughts on the Titans, or you don't give a damn about them?
1: Uh, I don't even know who they beat. <laughs> Chargers. The Chargers.
2: Chargers fell to 0-2, which is pretty sweet for the Raiders, yeah. but we'll get to that.
1: I did like to see Derrick do good. I like I mean, to see Derek Willis do good too. Get. Let's
3: see what let's see what
1: Derek. I thought Malik get. Willis was supposed to be there. No, I now I him.
3: I do have some. No. I am hopeful though with Will Levis. I think he could. Man, he, he looked like Levis. trash when he was. He out could there. at least do better than Tannehill. Ah, don't be so we'll sure.
2: See. Don't be so sure about we'll that, see. man. Uh, yeah, AJ Kat- McCarron's we'll out there. Just saying. Uh, All right, so uh, one thing I saw yesterday is the Raiders are still the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, uh,
1: minus yards. Where is he at?
2: Like where he had minus nine yards. That's the first time I heard a good stat. Uh, Uh This is the stat you really want to win. First Russian champion from the year before to have minus yards in a game. So that's (laughs) applause for Josh. Uh, you, you held out, and you came in chubby, and you don't have any pop. Uh, looking like the rest of the team there except for Mass Crosby. And unfortunately, he plays for the Raiders, too. That uh, a- And not, my whole note says Raiders are still Raiders. Um, and that's it. Uh, what about the Cowboys? Anybody saw them two weeks in a row? I, got some, they look I got some dominant
0: the Raiders, Josh.
2: I will say this. Uh, the Cowboys are doing what they do every year, especially lately. They're looking great. They're probably going to – Meltdown later in the year like always. But just remember, they did play the Giants the first game, and the Giants looked like uh, a, a hot garbage until the second half of yesterday's game. And then they got the Jets, who have the, maybe the worst quarterback in football right now. So, I don't know Cowboys what they're going to do in New York, though, but the Jets, the Jets need a quarterback quickly. Why
0: wouldn't they call A.J. Uh, McCarron?
2: I don't know. I've been tweeting at them like crazy, but they ain't looking at it, you know.
3: I've been waiting for them to pick up Kaepernick.
2: No. Yeah, The Kaepernick's name got swirling around like the media it likes always to do. And then uh, the Jets owner came out and said, we're not looking at him. It-
0: I got to say that you were right about the Giants. Uh, Jones had 31.74 points yesterday, so he must have had a really strong second half. It pulled me to 2-0. Yes. and uh, they came back and won, dude. It pulled me to 2-0 in the trailer hood manner. I scored a whopping 115 points, so that's good.
2: Yeah, so uh, so basically, Jets need a QB. Dallas is still, I think it's uh, we, they're two and zero, and they've dominated. Their defense is dominated now. They do look like a good defense, but we gotta wait and see them. Who's the that Real number Johnson.
0: eleven that plays for Dallas on defense? That's
2: Michael My Parsons, course. the guy I wanted the Raiders to draft. He, he was is available. A man. He was available, and My I think we got. Gosh, I he's... think we drafted Henry Ruggs that year or something. No, wait, I don't remember. Yeah,
1: I
3: between him and oh their secondary. Oh, my gosh, I just thought of a, a, a and, joke, and, it, and that's not an acceptable DeMarcus, joke, so I repent. Go DeMarcus ahead. DeMarcus Lawrence looked good yesterday, too. Uh, they they all still have, got it.
2: Yeah, Trayvon Diggs.
0: Did
1: anybody up, uh, watch any of the Patriots' weapons yes. game? Watch the, Watched the whole game. The game. I bet you saw a play you've never seen in your life in that whole game. What you is that? talking about
2: the offensive lineman?
1: The blocked field goal.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. You
0: gotta look it up. You of watch
1: it. Every team will be trying to do that yep. now. Hey, speaking of the
0: NFL, did y'all see uh, that referee that I uh, think Geno Smith was trying to chew him out for the call? He goes, "I'm yeah. talking." Excuse me, I'm talking to America right now.
3: <laughs> I thought that was epic, <laughs> no, no,
0: that big dude, Oh, Geno.
3: Hey, hey, how about Geno though throwing a game-winning touchdown? Let's go, Mountaineers!
2: Yeah, uh, I we'll didn't see- have Tyler Lockett we still in the had lineup, him West Virginia.
0: Uh, Those so I'll Seahawks, put Tyler dude. In the there's there's several teams this year that look really really stellar. Um, Christian it's McCaffrey, ca- ca- if you if you need him, Christian McCaffrey is making things happen. And the 49ers also look like that cor- that uh, group that gets rid of the wrong quarterback and uh, give yeah. them to the Raiders.
3: I I feel like it's I feel like just like kind of like college this year. It's a little more balanced. There's not been one team just come out and just destroy everybody. I mean, because Chiefs got beat first game.
0: Yeah, and it was so a struggle win against, uh, yeah, against the Jaguars yeah. yesterday, too. The Eagles which I
3: don't look phenomenal, so
2: it's like it, – Yeah, it could, hey, real quick, I wanted to point out somebody that's uh, uh, back on the scene is Matt Stafford. I don't know if y'all watched that game, but – I didn't. The Rams no. look horrible without him, uh, and with him, he's he's made this uh, wide receiver uh, Puka Naku some – He's like the mvp of the league right now
0: that guy looks um, great ooh. i mean he looks how great. about
2: the i just wanted to point out that that dude's having a big effect on that rams team and they're back in uh they 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 really played with san francisco yesterday so uh
3: how about one the cardinals there i i'm pretty sure they're just gonna tank for caleb williams they're gonna try um, and then well they're doing a good job of it We have a stiff competition uh,
0: with the raiders <laughs>
3: and uh oh yeah i didn't think about that and do we think um justin fields is a bust yet
2: i think so he's getting there uh man i need another week or two but i'm about to bench him for sam howell uh who is actually pretty dang good the commander's uh quarterback he's
3: he's not doing good
2: who justin fields no he sucks right now yeah
0: i'm not a big fan of the color orange but i did i did like those unis yesterday they were sharp all
2: right so real quick i'm gonna run down these fantasy numbers because uh obviously this podcast is already running 44 minutes so uh leading quarterback yesterday in fantasy was daniel jones yeah the the q dog 321 (laughs) yards two touchdowns one interception 30.7 uh fantasy points got uh this is a pretty awesome because he was in one of my lineups. Uh, Brian Robinson is the leading rusher from yesterday. Dang it. Are you kidding lead me? performer. I, uh, I 18 rushes for 87 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions for 42 yards, 28.9 points. Dang. He is solidifying himself as RB1, dude. Uh, bye-bye, Gibson. You look like trash. Uh, Get on out of here. So I just wanted to throw out the Rams, probably the top waiver wire pickup of the week. Rams Kyron Williams. He was the second in uh I actually picked him up at Dynasty. Hell yeah. Second running back performer, 14 for 52 yards, a touchdown, six receptions, forty eight yards and a touchdown. Uh any guesses on the wide receiver?
0: Um, I'm gonna say wide receiver is uh, Allen out of uh LA. You're right.
2: Keenan Allen, uh, eight receptions, 111 yards, two touchdowns, 31.1.
0: 35.10 points on my (laughs) NFL fantasy with Heath.
2: Oh, that's why you said that. All right, and then, uh, you know, just just to mention his names again, the Rams, Puka Naku, whatever the hell it is, two rushes. They even handed the ball a couple times for four yards, but 15 receptions, 147 yards, hasn't found the end zone yet, so it's 30.1. Then we got the tight end, freaking uh, Vikings. Mark Andrews. Nope. Oh. Vikings. Dang. TJ Hawkinson had a day. Seven, seven receptions, sixty-six uh, yards, two touchdowns, twenty-five point six for a tight end. Whoa! It's like Travis Kelsey numbers. All right. So the kicker, Dallas's rookie Brandon Aubrey, five for five for field goals, eighteen points. I'm like who the hell is that? I don't even know uh buccaneers second straight week they've had a good defensive showing but they lead the fantasy uh realm today two interceptions six sacks 230 yards against them and a touchdown 19 points quay walker had 17 tackles for uh, green bay solo were eight uh and where the hell did joshua kelly go uh austin eckler was hurt and joshua kelly was the starter uh, I got outbid. I tried to get him, too, and I'm glad he did not go to my team and somebody outbid me because he had, like, 3.8 points. Well, and
0: that's bad. Titans had something to do with that, but. Josh, what's your record in the trailerhood manner?
2: I'm about to be 2-2. Two and, two and two. I thought
0: that was only the second game of the season.
2: No, because here's the deal. Joshua Richardson and Brad Richardson decided – that uh, it would suck last year when your team would score a lot, but the other team scored more than you, and you would lose, which is what fantasy football is.
0: We have moral so, victories.
2: They have a thing. It's called the league med- median. So everybody scores. If you score above that league median, you get another win. If you score below it, you get another loss. I wondered why I was 2-0 and last week. <laughs> I was highly against it. Until but- now.
0: Participation. I mean, I'm zero
2: and two, so I would be one and one. I don't get the damn difference.
0: Well, uh, before we end your segment, I want to give major props to Josh Moran for introducing me to NFL Red Zone because (laughs) I don't dedicate Sunday uh, to football, but I can take an hour and watch those games in the morning. Me and Hunter. Yesterday, I got the opportunity to talk uh, to teach Hannah about football. She said. I wish I could connect more with my dad and he would teach me. I wish I was as into football as Mo. And I said, well, I can teach you about football if you like, Hannah. So we took the red zone to talk about offenses. I'm starting to teach her about who the quarterback is, who's an up back, who's a running back. Uh, the offensive line, tight ends, wide receivers, et cetera. So, Josh, kudos to you for talking about to me about NFL red zone. If you're not out there watching it. You are missing out because anytime the team is in the red zone, it is constant
2: action. And if if you if you miss it, they replay it. So All right, you Josh. see every touchdown. All right. So last thing, oh. Saints Saints Panthers already going on. I'm missing it. Uh, Bryce against Derek Carr. Browns Steelers. I got the Saints probably going to beat Bryce Shug again. DC is going to bounce back from his crappy week last week. And I think Bryce struggles again because he didn't look good at all, and I don't know how he's going to get that worked out so quick. Browns, Steelers suck, so the Browns are going to win. Uh, anybody else? Two Quincy? games
1: tonight.
2: Two games. Yep. I don't.
0: I don't know for sure. I'm not. Uh, I'm not hype on what the Panthers have going on. I don't know how many years it's going to be, but I do believe that Bryce. The only thing that's the biggest challenge for Bryce Young is his height otherwise i believe he's gonna find a way um he
2: does look really small out there
0: he's gonna find a... mm-hmm. yeah because what did they say he was five foot <laughs> they said he was six foot but he's legitimately five foot ten or five foot nine and well, he
2: looks he looks short
0: yeah almost as short as that kicker for uh <laughs> for colorado <laughs> that guy that guy's five foot nine but next to everybody else he looks five foot one dude did you see him he was money. Yeah, for I was.
2: I was hoping they lost that game.
0: That but... was a great dude. That was a great football. It was a great game. game. With that being said, I don't know how long it takes and how well they're going to build around uh, Bryce. Uh, but I don't. I think the Saints are probably more put together and more capable of winning if they can exploit what the last couple teams have or what the last team has against Bryce. So I'm going to say the Saints are winning. And I don't have a. I don't have a dog in the fight. No pun intended with the Browns game um but uh we shall see there it is josh why don't you put a tv in your office so times like these you can put sports on it's right there i know i love that chicken and pie pies okay with that being said anybody else got any final thoughts on the josh moran segment uh segment from uh the second quarter if not we are moving on
2: these are gonna have to be quick quarters
0: you can dip out anytime you like. I hope you stick around. With that being said, it's time now for the third quarter. Austin Dash brings us the Saban News. Our Saban correspondent live from Atala, Alabama. Here we go. Austin I'm, Dash.
3: I'm pretty, pretty sure this is a horrible decision because everybody seems like they're in such a good mood and this is just going to make everybody mad again. So, because he said some stupid stuff.
0: <laughs> that is... That's pretty brazen, Mr. Dash, but go right ahead.
3: Well, okay. So, he opening statement, he said, so after watching the film, what I said after the game really kind of goes. We had a lot of players that really competed hard in this game. They played hard and competed well. They didn't always execute. How about they didn't execute for most of the game? Um, they didn't, he said, they didn't always execute the way we want to execute. Um." I think everybody can look at something they need to improve on, and that's going to be the focus. He said there's a responsibility that goes with that for the player, but also for the coaches, so they're doing things that players can do so they can go on the field and play fast and know exactly what they're supposed to do and just execute. He said he <laughs> thinks that Yeah. He said he thinks that's going to be important for all of them this week. So, when the guys get out there, they can just play fast and, and, you know, they're, they're coaching them to their strengths, not to their weaknesses. Which uh, is, I feel like one of Jalen Milroe's struggles, they keep trying to make him a pocket passer and they just need to play RPO and be done with it. Um, did Coach Saban say that? It? No, I said that. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. I was going to say, yeah. wow, yeah. that's awesome.
3: No, no. Um, You know he complimented Lane Kiffin, said they're doing a great job. They've they've built. uh, He's building something great there. They're one of the best offensive teams in the country. Uh, They're uh, the way they they're coached and how they execute. They do a good job. Um, He said Ole Miss is playing better on defense. He said it's a really really good team. They're gonna (laughs) oh my god coach need to improve to be able to do that. now this is where it starts getting frustrating for sure. He said, okay. "From a hey, pause,
2: real quick, can I say one yeah. thing? Yeah. Y'all ever saw that movie Click?" No. Yep. Uh, you, oh, now, yes, wow. yes,
0: yes. The Adam Sandler movie. Yes, I have. Yeah. So, yes. uh,
2: does it feel like uh, Saving has hit the button to retirement, and he's just in autopilot right now? Like, uh, 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 uh,
0: no, I've got there. some thoughts on that, but I'm going to go. the players
2: things. need we need to coach them up, and if the players need to, this and. All right,
0: go ahead.
3: Um, he, and then he gets into the quarterback stuff. He says, from a quarterback standpoint, this is all I'm going to say about this. So that sounds like he's frustrated, but he needs to be frustrated at them. Um, he said, Jalen really showed the leadership I was looking for during the game in terms of supporting his teammates and doing the things he needed to do. He's had the opportunity to play. So of the other guys. Jalen played the best out of all those guys. So I think he's earned the opportunity to be the quarterback. Okay. Um. He said this other thing I hear floating around out there, I'm sure you've seen the same reports I've seen, is Kevin Steele is the defensive coordinator. He's calling the defense.
0: So, I guess that
2: old old dog just learned a new trick, didn't he? Huh.
0: What are you talking yeah, about,
2: Doc? He's Lane Kiffin said that uh, studying for Alabama this year uh, seems like there's been a change because he's played against Kevin Steele many times and that's not his defense. Oh. So, that's, so, his thought like like, was uh, what, that Kevin Steele's not calling the defense. Who was the guy he said was?
1: Tavarius Robinson.
2: Yeah, and who was that?
1: He played at Auburn.
2: Oh, wonderful.
1: He's a defensive back
2: coach. Yeah, hey, it looked like a def- uh guy from Auburn was <laughs> coaching our defense. Hey, Uncle uh, Bill, uh you're way far away still. Uh just hold a dog. It's cool. Don't worry.
0: So Austin, as we talk about so,
2: Austin, was that it or did I interrupt you? I thought I'd stop. No, there I mean there was a
3: couple more things, Go ahead. but I mean it there's you know, he talked about seven-man protection. They asked if that makes it hard for three players to get open. Um, you know, he said he got into how, you know, if you're not making shots down the field, then you can't play action pass, so that limits everything. Um, he said, it. you know, it doesn't matter if a bunch of people are out there. And then he went on to talk more about Lane Kiffin and how great Ole Miss is, pretty much. Um And he he went back and said again, Jalen has played the best out of all the quarterbacks, and that's the way it is right now.
2: All three of the quarterbacks. There's two that haven't got a chance, Coach. Uh, So, you remember that time he said, we got to find out if we have a guy on the roster, not uh, one out of the three?
0: I do. And uh, I also remember that uh, who Coach Saban picked to start the season and the two guys behind him and how they look compared to Jalen and say, okay, Coach Saban, I I do have a little more trust in you, which means Lonergan, or what's-his-lips, must not be ready from a competitive Let me ask you this,
2: though. Surely, one of the freshmen looked better than those two. (laughs) Come
0: on. I hear
3: you. Okay, so <laughs> my, my other question is, though, too, Buckner played so bad. Oh, How the hell the did he get
2: though? to number two?
3: That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why is he not number five? Yeah. Hey, um,
2: hey, 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 hang on. 30 we, yards. We said this before. When whenever that was even a rumor that he was coming. It's like, we don't need Notre Dame players at Alabama. Yeah, what is that all even about? As a no matter of fact, I said it about their coach.
0: Yeah, um I I have to tell you, Buckner was worse than I conceived he would be. And yes, it, it yes. was it was embarrassing. His play and I'm the not fact to,
2: that he moved up in front of Ty Simpson, Simpson looked better than him.
0: I don't I don't believe it for a second, but here's what I'm gonna tell you. I'm talking about the play, not the player. His play was atrocious. It was atrocious. Yep. And I cannot fathom, maybe he's a great practice player and he moved up the line and he impressed, you know, the coaching staff. But with that being said, I just – I do not see how he got ahead of Ty Simpson, how he got more playing time than Ty Simpson. and,
3: And I'm also confused because Nick Saban said that Ty Simpson had the best practice out of all the quarterbacks this week. Then why did you start
2: Buckner?
0: Yeah. I, don't, I don't
2: know. He's old man. He's losing it. The team's over. That, that it's kind of no like all this wokeness. It, uh, not that this happened to the team. I'm saying how it started small and snowballed over years. We're, we're to the point to where now now we're seeing it.
0: Well, uh, Austin, I got a few. I have a few thoughts I'd like you to consider and com- uh, comment on, and then uh, we'll get to we'll get on to the fourth quarter if nobody else has a thought. But what was really striking to me during the entire press conference, was Coach Saban's demeanor. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen him with that demeanor in the entire— Did he look,
2: like, sad or something?
0: It's—I don't want to say distraught. I'm going to say he was incredibly perplexed about what is going on. I think he was telling the truth last week when he said, if this team doesn't respond, I'll be shocked— because he truly shocked he 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 is and he's shocked to the point of where he just it's not computing he doesn't get it and i he said you know he says i like this team i think he truly likes this team and he does not he's at a place where he's like i don't understand how you're not creating more value for yourself and playing to the standard you agreed to like He's he's doing the things that he knows to do and there's a missing in connection. I'm I'm of the I'm of the assumption that he realizes that his coordinator situation mm-hmm. is great. That's what
3: I was getting ready to say. And that's what I was getting ready to say. Do you feel like he feels the same way about his coordinators confused as to why they're they're so bad yes. you know when he hired these guys thinking it was going to be great yes
0: and I, and I think it, there's a struggle because you have you have his students that he's worked to redeem their entire career out there so their temperament is much different they're much more likable they 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 have much more of a camaraderie building type uh, ability than coach Saban does because I mean, he's the taskmaster. He's going to rip you up if you don't get things done. He's going to hold you to a standard that you don't feel is possible to stretch you to grow. So knowing that, as an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, who would you rather go work for? Like a Kirby, um, who's like one of the good old boys? Would you rather work for a uh, like a Lane Kiffin or a, a Steve Sarkeesian or that like, or would you rather go and be exposed um Working for Nick Saban. And so he's not the most attractive place because of how things have played out. And you know that coaches talk. They talk amongst themselves. So Saban, Saban has the highest standard, so he's going char- to challenge you to the highest degree, and he's not going to take your crap. So I think it's really difficult to go out and find proven talent. That's why he brought in Kevin Steele. I know the idea, and this is all. Why did he bring the guy from
2: uh, Tommy? Reese? Why did he bring the other guy then? I think we it, didn't like these. We did not like these hires when he made them. We talked ourselves into liking them. There wasn't a lot of options. True, and we I think
0: I think it it truly came down to being against the clock. And it, I think Tommy Reese was his third, his third choice. Yeah, and so
2: well, I mean, what was he waiting on? He should have known. Like I just I feel like he was better prepared for this stuff back in the day. He's old
0: he might have been but he was he was also on a steep incline and people were dying to go coach for him and they didn't care what it cost and now his like his coaches are out in the system and they're more pleasurable to work with that's kind of what i'm saying that's that's kind of the feel that yeah. i get
3: when you well and that's the thing you know all those guys have a little bit of Nick Saban's DNA now so why would you not want to go work for those guys where it's laid back and there's not as much stress when you know coming to Alabama we either make you or break you correct it's either going to make you you know a, a head coach or you're going to go go to a lesser school when it doesn't work out and be the guy who well he was at Alabama it didn't go well correct i and, mean it's it's a and then you high risk high reward
0: correct and there's a there's also this feeling of can i go there can i have input can i help build the program and with Bama, you go there, and you're a part of the process. I mean, you're you can add. I'm I'm sure. I have no insider information at all. I'm just going based on what I've heard. So you go there, and you must conform and perform. And right now, Coach Saban, you know, we talked about this last week's show, the 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 transformation, what happened when Scott Cochran left, and he was a dedicated individual to Coach Saban's legacy and program. And he wanted to be an on-the-field special teams coach, and he was told no, and he yeah. left. And so in choosing to go there to be a part of that and and to build your career, man, unless you – I don't know what it's going to look like, and that's why I say it's going to take probably two or three years if Coach Saban wants to stick around. Tommy Reese is going to be a work in progress. and And in my opinion, he might have to go – he might have to go scorched earth, and if something doesn't change with Tommy Reese, whack him, send him down the yep. road, and do and something yep. else with his play calling.
3: Because fourth quarter, I, as of right now, I don't feel like he looks better than Bill O'Brien did last year.
0: No, no, he may be a better play player developer, uh, which it hasn't shown yet, and he needs at least a season to get that figured out. But what I'm as simple as my brain is, I'm just not seeing. I'm not seeing the complexity. Um, Still that vanilla. we need on the field. And I don't know if that's because he's limited with his his players or if he's limited because of his own scheme. I would assume it's limited because he doesn't trust the players uh, to throw the ball appropriately. But all, we have to see if they're going to be able to put it together. I hope and pray that they do. I hope and pray that Jalen Melville comes in and redeems himself and becomes a Heisman Trophy candidate. But that's my heart talking. And, that's what and I, I
3: feel like the only way that works and that does happen is, you know, of course, offensive line got to play better. We've, we've dug that hole in the ground already. Yeah. One problem leads to the next problem. Yeah. They, they've got to play to Jalen's strengths, not his weaknesses. He's not a pocket passer. They're going to have to run RPO. They're going to have to get the ball out of his hands quick, get him confident and then, you know, start working, working longer stuff, uh, and you know, read option, and and that's pretty much the only shot that he has to be successful. Correct. So,
0: and and once you loosen the defense up, and they're not storming the gates, you can yep. stand back in the pocket and throw a fifty-yard yep. pass. And now there's a threat, right. so they can't they can't just bring everybody up to the line. Yep. All right, Austin Dash, so. uh, great job. Thank you for the thoughts. Thank you for uh, your saving correspondence. Um, let us know how your uh, let us know how your interview your in person interview goes next week. I'm so stoked about it. All right, it's time now for the fourth quarter and predictions. This week's predictions are brought to you by who? Anybody? Cast Brew Coffee, Black Rifle Coffee. Someday, Quintinorine Coffee. What? I can, can say anything did... I want. This is my show.
2: It's... But can you say that they're, they're sponsors if they don't sponsor?
0: No, actually, it's not brought to you by that. I just drank it before I got here. Let me clarify. Thank you, Josh, for saving me from pending litigation.
2: But it's free
3: publicity
2: for them. It is. They they don't, have, if they don't want your publicity, then they can true. see you.
0: And the likelihood yeah. of them uh, hearing this and and bringing that up is zero point zero zero one. But I don't. Don't, wanna...
2: worry. don't worry, Tim Pool. I'm not going to make fun of your bald head under your freaking toboggan, you loser. Come we on, made bro. everybody love his balls. show.
0: Love that Tim Pool show. Have okay. some balls, Timmy hey. boy. Here we go. Um, we're going to talk about Ole Miss. Uh, just kidding i like it i like temple he's all right dude he's cool his show is great um Wild bill let we have not heard from you in way too long let's talk about your prediction He's
2: just so
1: there's the shut dog.
0: your face josh okay let's talk about your prediction with ole miss and alabama 24
1: to 20 bama 24
0: We're gonna hold
1: them to 20, 20
0: okay bama that's crazy josh
2: moran <laughs> Uh, I got us losing 38 to 20. 38
0: 20.
2: Old Miss. I, I mean, okay, so we'll score 20. How are we going to outscore Old Miss? That's the question I have. Well, Just what, keep him from
3: scoring.
1: What are you we, basing? That's, that's what, the only option. They're not going to outscore. What are you basing them. their offense being good at?
2: Um, uh, it's old s and lane kiffin and
0: they got a great don't their quarterback well let's their just ain't no good. i'll give you right here i'll give you uh uh some stats okay. on the quarterback uh, who, who
2: have they played so far
0: here's some here's some stats i don't really care
2: player. who they i don't care who they've played oh who have we gosh, played dude. how have we looked, quincy he asked me a question
1: how's old mess No, i was just asking he asked okay go ahead play.
2: quincy
0: Okay, just real quick, I'll give you the stats of their starting quarterback and then you can comment. Uh, Jackson Dart, starting quarterback, he's 45 of 68 for 852 yards, 66.2% completion, an average of 12.5 yards. Um, 68 is his longest pass, seven touchdowns, one interception, five sacks against him. <laughs> he's and good. I, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> I
1: don't know where his? Did running. you hear those numbers? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Wow. I don't
2: really care who it's against. They're 3-0, and really? he does this every year, and that guy's a great quarterback. Who have
1: they played? Name the three teams they played. I'll give it to you. I Hold don't on care. Just Hold I'm on. just
2: saying what they're going to do to us.
0: Okay, they played Mercer. They dropped 73 on Mercer. It was 73-7. to 7. They, played they had at, a big win. They played, had a big win. They played at Tulane, 37-20. Right uh, there.
2: That's a good team they played.
0: And that was number twenty-four, Tulane. Which rankings in the beginning of the season don't matter to me. They were they good beat, last
2: year, and I, they they end up winning 10, 24. 11 games this year.
0: And then they uh, they beat Georgia Tech um, at home, forty-eight to twenty-three. I was trying to look and see. I think Lane Kiffin is always, always going to recruit mobile quarterbacks. I was that's what I was kind of squinting trying to see what Jackson darts. Um, what is rushing? He
1: transferred from Southern Cal, didn't he? Yeah. He
0: could have. I don't I don't know what his he's six two, two twenty. Um
2: four rushes, thirty-six yards, nine, nine attempts in the first game.
0: Okay, so here's what I think. They've been holding out. They've been holding out to get to Bama uh to unveil him as a rushing quarterback.
2: And here's the thing, you don't need to hold out. <laughs> We're terrible.
0: <laughs> True. All right, Austin Ooh. Dash, what do you think?
3: Um, I'm gonna say Uh, Tighten 31, up! Thirty-one twenty-eight Alabama. Okay, what say was that? it say that again. Thirty-one twenty-eight 31, Alabama. Thirty-one twenty-eight Bama. Damn yeah, about to win another one, man. I am. Uh, I, my guess is they run all over Pete Golden's defense, and that's pretty much all they can do. I don't think they're going to throw it all over. I, I just. I, think I wish. Maybe have, have a good day. We couldn't
1: run on South Florida well.
2: though, guys.
0: I hate to do this, but uh, I'm going 35-13 yeah, Ole Miss. I think I don't. You think- just
2: undercut me,
3: bro. Did you say thirty-five to thirteen? Yeah.
0: And I, 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 hold look, on. Let me go back. Let me Quincy, go back. don't use your brain. Score more than thirteen use on your heart. Feet.
2: Listen, oh, I am nice. of the opinion that I can see a train wreck when I when I know I can see it, and I, I believe this is about to be one. I believe we're about to implode. And it's going to be a very hard season to get through without crying, mm-hmm. Uncle Bill. Just, you're going to be uh, praying a lot.
3: I, I just yeah. don't know if Georgia Tech scores more points on Pete Golden than Alabama.
0: Um, I didn't. I didn't think it was possible to uh, only put up 17 points against USF either.
2: Hey, that last or, touchdown though was like at the end of the game and garbage That's <laughs> ridiculous. And
0: I'm uh, I'm looking at Jalen Milrow who has. He has the ability. Like you say, it's Pete Golden's defense, so I actually feel a little bit better than that. I don't
2: think... get fooled, Quincy. Don't don't let that fool you, bro. Mm. Don't let it fool you. You saw the team. You mm. see what we done. I mean.
0: I have some confidence in our defense. Um, yeah. I don't like our lack of pressure on the quarterback, which deeply concerns me, but I do like – kool-aid i like deontay lawson i don't know what happened to robinson why he wasn't playing um our front line doesn't impress me though what's that
3: what's number three arnold he played pretty well in this game last week but i will say my bright side defense wise is they had all those yards and all those first downs and scored three points true so that's that's kind of where i'm at with that they had such a yeah, you know, such a big day and that quarterback ran all over the place and they still didn't score touchdowns.
0: I still look at they so. had hundred and seventy seven yards rushing on us. Yeah. And the other guy on the side that side of the field was not Lane Kiffin. And with that being with that not being Lane Kiffin, I think they could touch us up for two hundred and fifty yards between a quarterback and and the running back. And so that concerns me because then you're consuming time of possession. Um I, I think Alabama can score 35 points. I really do because it's a Pete Golden defense. Um, but with as bad as our offensive line is, I'm torn on this. I I originally said 35-28 tied, and then I got to thinking about it. I was like, I just I, I think I'm I'm voting with my heart as opposed to, to being logical. So if I look at it, I think Alabama. Make up your
2: mind, dude. I'm trying. <laughs> this is like five minutes. I know. Quincy, we're not supposed to hear your inner thoughts.
0: I can do what I want. Gosh, I, I don't. I really don't know. I'm going I'm right, to go with Quince, my original. Uh,
2: we just figured out what a woman is. That.
0: You look at me and you think I'm a woman? You've got big problems.
2: I mean, I'm listening to you speak hey, right now.
0: How dare you assume his gender? Quincy,
2: I, I believe it at all because this man was definitely born in a woman's body.
3: I don't. know. I mean, uh,
2: wait. This woman was definitely only born got, in a man's body. Is what I meant.
3: He's yeah. just got to have ten more kids
2: for you to think he's a man. I guess.
1: All I know is, ask your Daddy.
2: <laughs> I mean, I was joking, Austin. I, obviously, I know. I know that uh, has children.
1: Okay, so what's sperm your prediction? Made,
2: you know, see he? he ain't said it yet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go
0: 3528 Bama. That's my original.
2: All of y'all are fools and I hope I'm wrong, but we're losing.
0: In Jalen we trust wrong, man. In Jalen we trust. (laughs) All right, Jalen Monroe.
2: In Jalen we trusted in Texas.
0: We did uh He needs to
2: take his ass back to Katy, Texas.
0: He's going to take you out behind the woodshed and kick the living crap out of you. Yeah,
2: he's six foot two and two hundred fifteen pound specimen. I, specimen, I'm sure he could whoop my fat ass.
0: He could. He could.
1: There's well, no way. Actually, he's only he couldn't because pounds. I would
2: shoot him because I have a pistol, and I would win. He's from so, Texas, so he probably does too. How many times you
1: too. said that about Jalen Hurts? Uh,
2: he can't. It's not like he can escape the pocket. So all I got to do is aim in the middle.
0: Okay. Oh gosh, you're dope. just saying. Yeah. With that being said, this is the BS Podcast. Wild Bill, any final thoughts?
1: Roll Tide.
0: Roll Tide.
1: Roll Tide.
0: Austin Dash, any final thoughts?
2: We'll see what happens. Austin can run a 4-4, four, 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 guys.
0: Yeah. Good. Josh Moran, any final thoughts?
2: Did, uh, yes, final thoughts uh, or questions for Austin. Uh, did you get any Division One scholarships? No, but I was going you to go. You did not to the run team. a 4-4. I'm also white.
3: So <laughs> What the that. hell
2: does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Saban's white from West Virginia. And he played about 50 years ago. Pat McAfee is from West Virginia. He's white.
0: He can. He can. Well, uh... I
2: should have been a kicker, I guess. he's
1: not
0: No, he's from Pittsburgh.
2: I think you ran a 4-7. You're trying to say you ran a 4-4. Just sound cool, man.
1: Look, he don't know. Uh, He's what does it?
3: Virginia. What does it matter now?
0: I still We're talking, talking about, about, about a 60, It's not
2: Fahrenheit.
3: So we'll I, uh,
0: <laughs> I still see plenty of white players in college football. So you always had yeah, you always yeah. had Christian Utah. McCaffrey. You always, you always had Utah and Wisconsin as an option, and BYU. You just have to fake your religion. So <laughs>
2: and he didn't get no <laughs> letters. So there was not a four-four on that
0: resume. Um, with that being said, uh, I still love you, though. My final thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. It could be a difficult season, but we will see. It's
2: already been a difficult season. I don't know. We're only three games in, dude. This it's is going to be.
0: It, we're still two and one. Ready.
2: Hey, it's like it's two eating nothing but sausages all day on your heart. They, you this know this all bad. about
0: that, Josh. You know all about eating that sausage. Roll Tide, everybody! Oh, this is the BS <laughs> podcast brought to you by Man versus Marriage. Let's Lost. go get it
2: hey those sausages are really fat if you know what i'm talking about
0: yeah we know exactly they got a
2: lot of fat in them they match you know, up your juicy. can
0: there buddy we're
2: Real out juicy some of